Welcome to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I am your host, Arthur Yan, co-founder and CEO of Nest Protection Plan. We partner with restorers, contractors, real estate professionals, and other entrepreneurs to increase their revenue, grow their business valuation, and help them build a platform of services for homeowners across the country. We think every American family and property owner deserves peace of mind for their health, indoor living, and longevity, all for less than a dollar a day. Also, I love forming relationships. Add me on Facebook or LinkedIn today and let's connect. Oh, and stick around to the end of this episode. We'll reveal how you or someone you know can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Here we go. What is going on, everybody? How's everybody doing? Welcome to episode 49 of the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. Uh, I have a great guest today. She's really excited, um, and we're all excited. We're going to be kicking off the new year. Hope everybody uh, has a has a happy holidays, happy new year, and we're ready to, to jump into 2024. Um, we're going to be talking taxes today. We're going to be talking, she is the tax goddess. Her name is uh, Shauna Weckerling. And she is joining us on the show. Shauna, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. Well, and thank you for being on. We're excited to have you. This is a great time of year, right? When we're kicking off the uh, the new year to start talking about this kind of stuff. So, um, well, let's start off. You have been helping entrepreneurs and business owners reduce their taxes for nearly 20 years. Um, yes, tell us how you got to where you are. Well, it's a little bit of a long story, so I'll try and keep it short. So I actually started off in astrophysics, of all things. Uh, very long story short, my mom got an IRS notice, and my mom is my goddess. And so when she was upset, I was upset. So she was talking to her CPA, to her tax attorney. Nobody could give her any advice on how to actually lower her tax bill. You know, they told her to buy a car, buy some equipment at the end of the year, there had to be better things than that because we always hear stories about these people that can get 2% tax rates, 5% tax rates. So long story short, I went off on an educational journey now for about 25 something years, long, long time, um, but got my, so I'm the CPA, master's in tax, certified tax coach and certified tax strategist. Basically, all of that to say that I'm ranked in the top three in the country, specifically for tax strategy, out of 660,000 CPAs. So at this point, our average for our clients is 6% on the tax rate. And um, that's what we do is help people pay the legal, legal, bare minimum taxes that they're required to pay. So, Wow, that is amazing. And to be in the top three out of that that high of a number... Uh, it's very impressive. Um, they refuse that, to tell us who's number one. So I always have to question, but they refuse to tell us. They don't want too much competition, I suppose. Oh, okay. Well, keep it a mystery and, and maybe it just keeps you <laughs> plugging away. I mean, you got more to 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 try to um, strive for. So, well, and one quote I read that you had made, which I really like, um, you said, with the right strategy, you can take your tax rate down to zero and achieve your goals all while staying legal and above board. So 
You have 100%. to elaborate on that some more for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, very true. So yes, our, our average is 6%. So because there are some people making a whole lot of money that there's only so far you can take them down. But getting to zero is actually pretty easy when you know the right strategies. So really, when you look at the tax strategy world, it's more about not a single strategy, right? So it's not buy that one car or fund that one 401k. It's a layering effect of strategies. So yes, you bought a car. Great. You funded that 401k. Great. Have you paid the kids? Have you written off your dog? Have you done an accountable plan? Have you done an 831B program, right? What are all of these layers that combined, all legal, take you down to zero, three, four, six percent, like whatever the, the minimum tax rate is for you and your family and your business? Wow. Okay. Um, well, and so tell us what is something that might be a little, I know. In, in the home service world, there are a lot of things where, you know, guys just commonly believe one thing that may, you know, be a myth or maybe a misunderstanding. And so there seems to be a, a lot of confusion. Can you can you ta tackle maybe one or two myths that seem to be really big in the trade business, the trade world uh, that people may misunderstand about their taxes? Absolutely. So I'm going to start off by laying down kind of a base foundation, and then we'll pick on some specific strategies. So uh, the, the base foundation, there are three words that the IRS allows something to be deductible under. So it either needs to be ordinary, necessary, and reasonable. Those, those three things. Okay. So a perfect example would be buying a truck. Okay. If you're in construction, if you're doing small services, right, you're going to need a truck to haul equipment, to haul tools, whatever it is. Okay, that's ordinary and necessary. Reasonable becomes a question. Do you need a little truck or do you need the really, 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 really big truck completely souped out with uh, six dually wheels and right? What kind of truck do you need? So this is one of those myths, right, where we hear people buy a big truck like really big, totally souped out, that's their nice truck. And so they only drive it 10% for business. But they've heard that if they put their sticker, you know, put their marketing on the car, that they can write off 100% of the car for business purposes, even though they really only drove it 10%. Unfortunately, that one's a killer, right? Uh, the IRS doesn't like that very much. You do have to actually use the vehicle as a business vehicle more than 50%. So if you did 51%, you'd be okay. But more than 50% for business purposes, that is what they allow as ordinary, necessary, and reasonable. So one of the biggest things, especially in the home services area, that we hear this, this marketing and advertising can write off everything. Not so much. We hear something very similar about clothing. Okay, so work clothing Absolutely. Steel-toed boots. If you've got a polo with your company logo on it, totally good, right? That is, in fact, advertising marketing. You're totally good with it. But if you were to buy, let's say, a really nice suit to go to a job bid and try to win over that client, if you can wear the suit anywhere else, then it is not tax deductible, right? So something to watch out for as well on clothing. So. Wow. Okay. Well, then those are two really good things to know. Um, and that's, uh, that, uh, let me ask you this too. So you've saved, I think I read almost $600 million 
for for businesses uh, with your tax advice. Our um, newest count just came in. We're a little over 1.3 billion at this point. Wow. We have saved people more than the annual budget of the country of Monaco. So it's pretty pretty cool. <laughs> that yeah, that's I'd say that's pretty cool. And um, so I don't know where I read that. Uh, it may have been a little outdated, or maybe you just you've done that much more in savings just in such a the short amount of time. Of year, well, and really, I guess that's really kind of the deal, right? Is at the end of the year, and, and let me bring this up as an idea here. Here we are in January, okay? Most important thing that you can do for yourself as a business owner is start looking at tax strategy now, right now, okay? Because anything that you did during the year is what you're going to get as a tax deduction when you go to file the tax return. So our numbers jump significantly, typically in October, November, December, because everybody's like, oh, I made all this money. Now what? Now what do I do? Okay, well, we rush and we, we pound as, as hard as we can to get as many tax strategies as possible. But for those of you that are smart enough to start in January, you have 12 months right? January 1st to December 31st, you have 12 months to implement the thousands of strategies that are available to business owners to be able to reduce their taxes. So uh, if you're listening, you're one of the smart ones because you're listening here in January. So. Wow. Okay. And that makes a lot of sense. Um, and I want to ask you this. So what are some things that may be, cause we're talking, you know, we're launching into a new year, a uh, lot of things probably coming up or, or what are some some maybe changes or just things to look out for in the way that taxes are being addressed or, or I don't know, may, people are talking, the IRS is hiring people, that kind of stuff. So what are some things to maybe look out for in the next couple of years? 100%, 100%. So the first one is always report every dollar of income that you earn. Okay, so whether it's on a 1099 or not, the IRS will find it, okay? So uh, always, always, always report every single dollar of income that you earn. Now, with that being said, and of course, this is based on the history, the IRS doesn't exactly pre-warn people who they're going to be looking at, okay? Uh, but they have said that at the moment, they don't have enough agents to look at everybody, right? They were supposed to hire these 87,000 agents. They lost a bunch of funding. That number got cut down to like 20,000, so huge cut in the auditing field. Okay. So the IRS did release a statement saying that they're only looking at people that have a million or more in taxable income. Okay. So for small businesses, I hope you do make a million or more this year taxable income. Um, but for most small businesses, you're going to be under that dollar amount, or you can use the tax strategies to get under that dollar amount. So Either way, trying to make sure that your income is as low as humanly possible without creating, I'm going to call them red flags. So for example, if last year you made a million dollars and this year your taxable income has dropped to a hundred thousand, you better be able to explain why, which tax strategies, and again, how are they legal and above board to be able to get it down from a million to 100,000. Yeah. I mean, I, I would think short of uh, approaching bankruptcy or having to close your doors, Hopefully, um, there's a lot, there's a reasonable explanation for that. And you're still, you know, staying in business. hundred <laughs> um, percent. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so you have a book, right? 
Can you hold that I up do. again for us? I do. Yes. The 6% life. So the 6% uh, life. this book goes over at the moment, I think it's seven tax strategies. Uh, now, the cool thing about this book in particular, it goes over the tax strategy. It also goes over the pitfalls and it goes over the steps on how to actually get the strategy done. So if, if we're on Amazon, of course, um, 6% life, easy to find. Uh, yeah. And we also have uh, group coaching classes. So if you want something a little more private, if you're looking for a custom strategy for you, we've got those options. So uh, certainly getting ahead of the game is always smart. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's something people should look for on Amazon, like you said, and uh, where else can people find you? Are you on LinkedIn, social media, everything? All over, <laughs> all the things. All the um, all okay. of that, yeah. If you look up so, Tax Goddess, look for the crazy curly red hair. Um, I'm pretty easy to find. Uh, we've got a global team. So at the moment, Tax Goddess is 93 people in 17 different countries. Uh, so yeah, our focus, of course, is U.S. taxpayers. So U.S. citizens paying U.S. tax bills. And really, you know, just making sure that at a minimum, at a minimum, your CPA is taking the low-hanging fruit right? So the car, the 401k, that's the kind of stuff that a traditional CPA should be bringing up to you. If they're not, find a new CPA, okay? Um, but really looking at how do we as tax strategists work with your CPA to make sure that, you know, your CPA's job is to make sure you don't get thrown in jail. A tax strategist's job is to make sure that you're taking all of those legal options, right? So of the thousands of tax strategies available, if you're only taking two, your 401k in that car, maybe you're writing off the kids, right? Simple one. Are you writing off your dog? I've got five dogs. All five of them meet the qualifications and I write off all five of them. So how well, do you and, get that? You got to you got to dive into that some more for the qualifications. How do you how do you get them to qualify as write off? I love it. Great question. So <laughs> uh, there's three qualifications. Okay, The first one is that the dog's shoulder must be taller than the height of your knee. Okay, so Chihuahua, not going to work. Okay, but I've got three German Shepherds, uh, a Boxer, and a Great Dane Cane Corso mix. All three of them are big puppies. Okay, so they all qualify. So that's step number one, taller than the shoulder. Step number two, they must be trained. Now, this verbiage is very vague in the, in the court case. Okay, so trained, sit, stay, come. Most dogs, maybe not Chihuahuas, but most dogs have that training. Okay. And the third one is the dogs either need to come with you to work, or if your dogs are at home, do you have clients or vendors or somebody to your home, right? If they meet all of those qualifications, then the dogs can be written off as security, which means food, vets, grooming, uh, nails, like whatever, toys. Oh my goodness, my my German Shepherds go through, I don't know how many tennis balls. I'm constantly buying tennis balls. So uh, yeah, all of those pieces. That's awesome. And then, of course, you know, we always uh, we've talked about it before with uh, not just with other guests, but um, I actually was talking about I think when I first found out about it, it was with someone at a um, at a convention and it was about writing off your kids where you could literally just put, you know, doesn't matter if it's if your child is an infant, a high school or whatever, you can put them in a little brochure just, you know, standing there smiling or something. Is that true? You can write them off up to a certain uh, amount as being a okay. marketing. <laughs> a great myth. Great myth. Okay. So mm -hmm. let me cover because the kids are broken up into two sections. So they're seven years old and older. 
Okay. And then there's under seven years old. Okay. So let me, let me cover the under first. So if you've got a baby, the infant, okay. There's actually a court case on this. The infant must be count with me. Very, 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 very five levels of very cute. Okay. So, right. And so the first question is always, well, I think they're very, 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 very cute. Okay. No, you actually have to take the child to a modeling agency. The modeling agency has to approve the child for modeling. Okay. That's the only wow. way that this works. Right. Is that a state or a federal thing? <laughs> it's a court case at the federal level. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Court case at the federal level. So what we tell our parents to do is listen, if you want to do it for the, for the baby, right. For the ones under seven, go to the modeling agency, make sure they qualify. Okay. Um, they don't have to model for anyone else. They could model for your business. That's okay. But they have to qualify, right? They have to be approved. Okay. Once they hit seven, you have a totally different thing, totally different world. So once they hit seven, you can now pay the child. Uh, let's see, 2023, the numbers were 13,000, uh, 13,500 plus another 6,500. So basically around 20,500. 20, uh, you could pay the child completely tax-free, completely tax-free. It's a deduction for your business. It is income to the child, so you do have to file a tax return, but there's no tax on the kid as long as they put the money into a traditional IRA, okay? So you're not only getting a tax deduction for you as a parent, the kid pays no tax, but you're also setting them up for retirement in the future, right? So huge benefits there. Now, that dollar amount, you're allowed to pay the child whatever the fair market value is for their services. So, for example, when you get older kids, 14, 15, 16, and they know how to run TikTok and Instagram and all these things that us as old, old people don't know how to run, right? They can effectively be your SEO manager. Well, an SEO manager, at least where I'm from in Arizona, is $120 an hour. So you can get to these super high dollar wages very quickly uh, using the children. Um, now, of course, that money, the money you pay to the kids, they can spend on anything. So private school, uh, iPads, bikes, uh, Nintendo Switch systems, like whatever it is, it just cannot be food, clothing, or shelter. Cannot be food, clothing, or shelter. So unfortunately, the IRS will not allow you to rent the bedroom to your child to get the money back. That's a no-go. So, <laughs> wow! And this is all very, very interesting. This is a, definitely a deeper dive than what I had discussed before with some with some people. Um, well, and so Shauna, I wanted to. I want we always close out with something fun, and in this case, we'll keep it in the tax area. I, tell us what is just the craziest approved write-off that you've ever heard heard of. <laughs> or dealt with? <laughs> uh, well, there's two of them. There's one that's a little risque, so maybe I'll leave that one off. But uh, the, the next best one that I can think of, I had a client once who absolutely, this was probably 20 years ago, would not. Internet is bad. This is, you know, the Terminator, the computers, all this kind of stuff, whatever. He and his business partner used um, homing pigeons, ho homing doves to send messages to each other. Uh, the IRS tried to fight that, saying that's a hobby. We're not doing that. And we won that case uh, because of his fear of the Internet. The homing pigeons were the only method of communication between him and his partner, and it was approved. So it's all about ordinary, necessary, and reasonable for your specific case. 
Wow, that is that's pretty out there. And <laughs> I was so how, how much of an expense was that? I mean, is that an expensive process to to well, maintain pigeons and train but, them? <laughs> you know, I think I think the total was something like twenty six thousand dollars or something between the two wow. partners. And you know, for them, that was it was money. They wanted that write off. So you know, yeah. sometimes it's not even that the expense itself has to be big. Um, a lot of people will stand on, you know, for me, and, and that's really where the ordinary, necessary, and reasonable come in for you, for what you do. Is it reasonable? Right. So mm-hmm. I always use people always compliment my my red hair. Right. Well, unfortunately, I'm a CPA. Nobody cares if I look like a slob. So going to the salon does not count as a tax deduction for me. Uh, but education in anything business so that I'm well aware for my clients. Absolutely. So it really just depends on who you are and what you do and that ordinary, necessary, reasonable. Yeah. Okay. Well, and it makes sense. Um, and that's why people need somebody like you to, to walk them through all that. Um, Shauna, I really, really appreciate you joining us today. She is the tax goddess, Shauna Weckerling. She is on all the social media. She's written a book. Make sure you check it out. It's the 6% life and you can find it on Amazon. You can find it online anywhere. So, uh, we, we appreciate it, Shauna. This has been great. And I think this is going to help a lot of people kick off the year right as far as how they're going to, you know, approach everything that has to do with their taxes. <laughs> Love it. I think the biggest thing, guys, is I'd much rather keep the money in your pocket than in the government's. That way you can make the decision about where you want your cash to go. So uh, let's help us help you to keep that cash in your pocket. Awesome. Well, and this has been a fantastic interview, Shauna. Thanks again. She's the tax goddess. Make sure you um, find her, track her down, check out the 6% Life book. Um, Thanks again for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure to see you. Likewise, Shauna. And that's going to do us for this episode of the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. We'll see you all next time. Have an excellent week. Arthur Yan here. Thank you so much for listening to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. If you are a successful restorer, contractor, or home service provider who would like to be on this program, please visit jointhenestteam.com slash go. If you got something out of this interview, would you also share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the social. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag HSSP Spotlight. I love seeing your posts, love seeing your guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and your reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, jointhenestteam.com slash go, or follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.